0: You're listening to PlayStation Unchained.
1: Hello, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. Uh, it is episode 130. I am your host, Neil Bolt, back once again in this... Well, I'd say it's not really a throne, it's more of a swivel chair. But it's <laughs> it's nice, all the same. Hot.
0: Had, I'd say it's better than a throne then, because you can swivel.
1: You can, yeah, come Frowns, on. Throne's
0: you can't swivel.
1: You can't swivel on the iron throne.
0: No.
1: Nah. Oh, well, if you tried, you probably important get, things that matter. <laughs> <laughs> you'd probably get a sword out up the ass. to be honest, if you did. Yeah, but
0: with the swivel chair, you could dodge the sword. <laughs> Some
1: <laughs> He's got this figured out, man. <laughs> I don't know. There's some fuzzy logic going on there. That's good to be the king. As you may have just heard, of course, is the ever-present, the omnipresent, Ben Chillebill-Hall. You are back again as well. How are you doing, Ben?
0: I'm um, not too bad, thank you.
1: You bad. have been traveling the country catching yeah. Pokemon.
0: Yeah, like, I took a train to York on Friday to catch Pokemons. And so I'm going to are, take another train in a couple of days, probably, to see where where else I go to find the Pokemon's. The i go far problem. and wide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are living the aspiration dream.
2: <laughs> you should just sell your services on Craigslist. <laughs> Professional Pokemon Go catcher.
0: Well, <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm halfway through the Pokédex, so.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean that guy is, did quit his job, didn't he? To yeah. Stay <laughs> Take a Pokemon Go full time, but it just seems like, yeah, I, there aren't words for how...
0: What is he going to put on his CV? Used to work at uh, receptionist, now I'm a
2: Pokemon trainer looking for job. Like, what happens when he can't pay his phone bill and he can't play it anymore?
1: Yeah, he's like, well, you see, he's going to say, oh, well, I collected all the Pokemon, and it's like, so did this six-year-old kid. <laughs> but he did it in the games like, years ago. <laughs> on it. <laughs> He was embryonic, and he did it. Right. It's
0: like I saw a picture of someone who's level 30. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. I mean, I thought I was high level at level 15, but... Uh, yes, I'm right high. behind you.
1: So, so again, welcome to PlayStation Unchained, where we're talking about <laughs> a mobile game again. <laughs> By Nintendo. To be um,
0: fair, every podcast I've listened to or been on this week has done the exact same thing.
1: Yes, it can't be avoided, unfortunately. <laughs> no. It's a... I say unfortunately, it's like, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, also, here, not because it isn't just Ben, you know, the, you have heard other voices, and they are not Ben's either. We have the returning, defending reigning, Tim Nunes. How you doing, Tim? <laughs> what am I raining? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I need to be there. I had no idea. <laughs> we'll set it up. You know, Vegas, baby. You know, the oh, lights. I mean- yeah. I, think I, I think I could. You think you could. We don't we don't know what, but you could do it. <laughs> <always> yeah. <laughs> one of these days maybe we'll see. <laughs> How you doing anyway?
3: Uh well. Uh, got my ass kicked by undisclosed game. But it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh other than all other than all or yes. whatever I just said. Undisclosed really.
1: game that has a title that sounds like Satsuma. Yes. Yes. There you go. Which he may or may not have been, Sasuma
0: To be honest, I, I kind of read it as that. Hopefully, I wasn't every gonna,
1: time. Actually. Every time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Best. Bosses kicking asses, always fun, or not? I okay. suppose in this case. But. <laughs> and also joining us is the Atomic Armenian Gary Baktazarov How you doing, Gary?
2: How's it going, man?
1: <laughs> Too bad. See, I've got a different one. Atomic Armenian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I kept running out of the G ones, so but well, I'll just go with the next one. I was going to call you the Russian thing, but then it's like, you aren't really Russian, you know what I mean? And so, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I feel like we're being culturally inappropriate if we start calling you Russian every week. You, you,
2: could, you could always go Soviet, so. <laughs>
1: I'll say that now we'll do a podcast next week, and Michael come on and he'll keep calling in Russian again so <laughs> it's
2: fantastic. But how are you doing, uh anyway i'm I'm okay, I'm all right and you
1: yeah, I am just starting to become a normal human being after my daughter got chicken pox this last week, and it's uh babies and chicken pox, man, they don't mix, and uh yeah my head's still a bit scrambled eggs at the end of this week no,
2: wait, uh, has no. a, has still, is she over it now
1: yeah yeah. No, she, right. she seems to have picked up a snarky attitude which is about you know, 13 years too early I've got,
0: <laughs> I've got a big question if you've gone back to normal why are you hanging around us because normal is not something I would call myself
1: well this is normal <laughs> for me You <isn't> <laughs> know, this is why you know when I play Pokemon Go, it takes me a week to get more than 10 Pokemon because my normal is mostly writing and playing games. Writing about games, I should say, and playing games, not writing games themselves. But, yeah, I'm not that multi-talented. Come on.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I I think you are.
1: No, I I said very much if I was in uh, the games industry in that side of it, I would literally be the guy at EA that comes in and goes but what have we made it shitter? Like.
0: <laughs> and this looks good. We don't want that. <laughs> this
1: is good, but this won't make us money.
0: Uh, by the way, yes. when we're talking about that stuff, I, 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 when I'm in Vegas, I really want to see if I can find the pachinko machine. See if I, can. Yeah. I find so, know, pachinko machines.
1: As I said, if that's the worst thing they do to Metal Gear, then that's fine. It's yeah. like, to be honest, as I say, it's... Uh,
0: not the I, end of the world I've I I, I watched one recently and I didn't know it was just one of those simple bar machines you got a little yeah what you got yeah the spinny bar yeah you got your yeah
1: little, yeah yeah, little yeah. Little. It's, it's literally like that but
0: wow well, I mean it's not as offensive as I thought it would be to be honest I was expecting worse I was expecting better at the same time but you know
1: in all fairness, people can outrage about that, although, like, with the whole Konami pachinko stuff, but, you know, it is, like, a major part of their business. So it's not like they just suddenly turn around one day and went, you know what we should do? Turn all our video game franchises into pachinko machines. We don't do anything with pachinko, but let's just do it anyway. So, you know, they- I can't
0: wait for them to today- announce the day when a pachinko machine is a pachinko machine. <laughs> a pachinko machine inside a pachinko machine.
1: Pachinko, pachinko.
0: Pachinkoing. Perception,
1: for chinking and oh words to such effect oh dear have we gone quiet what's happened there oh, I'm still here oh sorry it's like I got dead air for a second like, literal, there's nothing I'm like, <laughs> something's happened but no it hasn't so alright that's good um <laughs> We should talk about things we've been playing, I suppose, because it's the summer and there's bugger all going on that isn't just constant rumours about things like uh, Neo and all that nonsense and uh, just let's get it out of the way. And you know, most people by now we should have been playing No Man's Sky for a month by now, but of course that's still three weeks away, nearly, and it's, uh, the wait it goes on and on and on. So. All we can do is talk about the games that we are currently playing and I having fun with. Sky at was head. the
0: end of August.
1: No, it's the ninth. Oh, thank God. Yes, thank God indeed. Well, you said that, but that week, or it comes out and I assume review code will probably drop in that week. Um, it's a bit of a busy week for me, <laughs> so, so it's going to be one of those uh, "I'm going to juggle everything at once" things. I think. For, up handling that, so it'll be fun.
0: I have a in October, so I'm excited for that. First review in ages. Maybe. <laughs> if someone doesn't take it.
1: I won't take it, Ben. Don't worry. I know I take a lot of reviews, but this one, I, I promise you I won't take them all.
0: You won't take my Dragon Ball Z review?
1: I won't take your Dragon Balls. I promise. Good. I will not handle them.
3: <laughs> anyway, Tim. I just wanted that to keep going. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I had a tiny bit of self control, and that just stopped. Cell glad, Jim, what have you been playing in this past week that you can disclose quite freely? For the sake of illusionary
3: effect, now is the summer of our RPG content. Um, I have been playing RPGs like a mad person since the end of May beginning of June, uh, covered actually two reviews in my time during this uh, RPG-scopade, if there is such a thing. And I I started, I've, I actually I played through this whole thing until just very recently, The Witcher, which I platinumed.
1: Nice. frustrations. Mm-hmm.
3: Just a couple days ago. I felt burned out. <laughs> I felt like i fulfilled something, which was the reason I wanted to do this one in the first place because I really enjoyed the game throughout but yeah you get to that home stretch actually you get about 30 hours from the end now that I look at it 30 hours from the end and I go come on I mean I get it this thing is big and it's realized and it's engaging and it's fun but I'm still a human being (laughs) <laughs> I want to be done, but I I enjoyed it the whole time. I'm gonna give myself some time, go back and do the DLC because I paid for them and I'm gonna play them, damn it. But apart from that, I've reviewed uh, Adventures of Mana, which for anybody who loves both a mobile RPG and a nostalgic RPG should play. It's on the Vita. It's like $14. Totally worth it. Very accessible. Very old-fashioned, kind of Zelda-esque, like old-school Zelda-esque, and it's very charming. Uh, and then the other one, I was completely blindsided by it in a good way, God Eater. I was not expect. I didn't... I remember it on the PS2, you know, showing up on the PS2, and I... Hadn't gotten to it. It was a bunch of stuff I was playing, I think around the same... And I'm pretty sure my timetable was totally off, so completely judge me on this, but I'm pretty sure it was around the time I was playing The Matrix uh, Path of Neo. Uh, so, that was right around the time I heard it. So I didn't get a chance to play it, because I was so obsessed with The Matrix at the time. But now uh, I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm glad I did.
0: Nice.
3: I'm glad I have played it. Uh, it's very Monster Hunter-like, but it's it's more... I'd say accessible because it's not of that sort of, I don't want to say elitist because it makes it sound negative too, but because Monster Hunter is great though. It does have that sort of like extra hurdle to get across mm. without the, you know, tutorials and without what well, necessary tutorials, like detailed, detailed stuff to really get immersed. You really have to just invest time and energy into playing and reading to really get into what Monster Hunter offers. Uh, yeah. But God Eater really just kind of takes that sense and approaches it, gives you all these tools and all these mechanics, and it's a lot quicker too. Just just more average, not average either, because that makes it sound bad. (sighs) Accessible. More accessible to the standard gamer, more action-based. You still have weapon development. You still have uh, character progression. You still had and you have actually a good, uh, a decent, accessible, flowing narrative as opposed to just underlays. Uh, so it has a little bit of everything, uh, and those little bits of everything are done really well. So I'm really excited for God Eater Two when that comes out next month. Look forward to that, everybody.
1: Nicey nice. Yeah, it does sound. I've, I'm like you. I vaguely remember the uh, God Eater games, and yeah, it's, no, it's no, just, that was TST, wasn't it? yeah um not honest. ps2 psp <laughs> yes yes it was psp yes it's uh it is what i mean it's uh there's like a heritage of that since then that of games like that on P- ps vita which uh i'm trying to um stuff like freedom wars and soul sacrifice which take it a different direction are uh, also regular is this, the handheld sony console had that and quite an abundance about actually you know, having a monster hunter in recent years, and it, it's always had nice alternatives to it. And it's, like, it's nice to hear that this is uh, done
2: well for you. Yeah, Tim. If you enjoyed it, I highly recommend watching the anime. Um, it's oh, nice. probably the best anime based on a game I've ever seen. Ooh.
3: I I, I got to tell you, I've been this the timing for that statement is not the more not more perfect than it is right now because I've been I've been after I would say years of not really watching a lot of anime due to sheer general disappointment with a lot of the new stuff. I've wanted something to bring me back into that sort of thing, and some weird stuff has been popping up that have been bringing back into that mentality. So I'm going to look into the god eater anime because i was just really taken by the concept of the game and the narrative and the whole thing and i'd like to see how they adapt that into something that's not interactive It'd be very cool i i guess right off hand i i don't really want to say this because it's really just a high bar to set for somebody something especially that i've never experienced but when i look at it and i kind of feel the game after that i i get a sense of like dot hack sign so that's really like way up there. I don't really want to give it that sort of expectation. Just disappoint myself. But if it meets it, give me
2: more power. Yeah, it's it's a very violent and dark anime. It's a lot darker than the game is.
3: Ooh, so not like like dark as
2: in like god's darker. Like it's a lot of blood, a lot of gore. Ooh, gosh. a lot of death. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty violent. It's a great anime. Though.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, been, I, it's, I've gone a while, actually, without have, enjoying a decent anime, but it was my cousin uh, during my birthday, actually, at the beginning of the year, uh, where he exposed me to One Punch. And that is probably the best piece of Pomo anime I've ever experienced. So well done. So good. So good. I, I can't wait for more. It It definitely took me, in a way, that... Attack on Titan couldn't. And after the disappointment that I, not disappointment, I was just not interested. I watched the first season of Attack on Titan, just not interested. Like, it was okay. But it lacked that sort of structure that I really look for. In, not just everything, but like in anime, because they have a lot more, they put a lot more into what they're creating. And it was just that sort of like face value and... Like, I know they didn't give themselves a lot of room either. I know they're going to go farther with the second season, you know, 10 years down the line when it finally releases. And I know that the manga has done work too, but it's just a lot to be left. And it's just a lot of time between the next stuff. It's like, it's worse than like George Martin and <laughs> his series. It's taken way too long to get this stuff out. But I ramble. Anyway, I'm going to look into God Eater's anime, uh, Gary. uh, hearing things like that just are perfect for me right now
2: yay
1: (laughs) much success yeah (laughs) goody good goody gumdrops as they say and Tim I couldn't help notice you were driving a train at some point during that conversation Um,
3: no I I don't I don't do that I just own it was it Doom Train
1: Doom Train
0: (laughs) I no, just- <laughs> uh,
3: uh, my new town uh, where I live now is only like 600 people. And in its foundation, it was, you know, it, it, excuse me, it, its foundation was based solely on the fact that it was a train stop. And it kind of still reflects that, which is fine because it's quiet and nice. It's a nice, quiet place. Yeah. Uh, but we have a train, something like five blocks away, probably once a day it's not bad, and it's not at crazy hours so I don't, I don't mind
1: yeah. it
0: Sounds I, interesting Yeah, but I own it, whatever, no big, no big.
1: <laughs> Excellent So, Ben yeah, in, in, in the interest of brevity how many games that aren't Final Fantasy 14 and Pokemon Go have you played this week? Good question
0: Warframe
1: Oh, I just
3: forgot Warframe. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to get back into that, Ben. We should talk. We have a couple yeah. of games that I want to play.
0: Yeah, I'll help you out if you get on it. So yeah, that's my games. Well done, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah, exactly. I- I'd say the fact that I bought... Basically... Square Enix announced a outfit and stuff for the Japanese uh, Fantasy Fourteen ages ago,
2: yeah.
0: and you had to buy bottles of water to unlock it. <laughs> um, then they announced a deal with America where if you spent $20 on anything on Amazon, you'll unlock the outfits. And then they announced it in Europe where you have to buy one issue of Games Master every month for the next three months and then to get the mount you need to send a selfie of yourself holding the codes to gamesmaster it's just ridiculous
3: you're not winning a car <laughs> why why
0: <laughs> and yet
1: ben has done it all the same <laughs>
0: oh yeah, i bought three. i bought three different i bought two issues of this month just to give one code away
1: Ben is like gaming Oprah. (laughs) You're the the greatest thing I've ever
3: known.
0: Well, they only had two issues. So at my local Smiths, they only had two in stock. So I bought both and cackled and ran out.
3: That's
1: local (laughs) support, though. And that's really what it's all about, right? Yeah. (laughs) Keep Games Master alive. (laughs) I have a year of them saying, oh, here's the magazine of the show that was better. Yeah. I'm glad someone agreed with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the show was amazing, though.
1: Yes, it was. Just such wonderful sarcasm and yeah. uh, love for and a lovely little bit of disdain for the medium. It's yeah. a great show. <laughs> to have a, a famed astrologer as a, a gimmick in your show, <laughs> it's just <laughs> still to this day it makes me laugh. Uh. Anyway. Yeah,
0: so that's what I've been up to.
1: That's what you've been up to, and you've been catching the Pokemon's. In, yeah, in I York. went to
0: York and I watched two movies while there as well. Oh, I why not? Went uh, York. Uh, I watched the Ghostbusters too. I mean, the Ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: Ghostbusters three. Uh, yeah. Come
0: on. <laughs> I went to the future and watched the remake sequel. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a uh, rebooting.
0: Uh, it wasn't that bad, to be honest.
1: No, that is the general consensus I've heard so far. It, it I isn't, it's just the it's, yeah. The problem with comedy films is like you can't really do trailers for them very well because you need to set up for every joke
0: as I said in uh, way, to make it work. As I said in Moogle Go Around, the other podcast I'm part of, the only thing that kind of annoyed me was how obvious the villain was. Uh, I'm not, you know, it's um, it's making it obvious is you know most movies, but this was like they might have well had a white flash of lightning every time he appeared on screen. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) well,
0: yeah, that was apparently the movie
3: spoils it for us. So,
0: yeah, it does (laughs) literally the first scene you see, he looks evil as soon as you see him appear on the screen.
3: So he took the Richard the Third status, okay? Yeah, It's like. (laughs) It's like, you think we're
1: double bluffing you. We ain't, we're ain't. we triple bluffing you. Just, <laughs> You're we're calling like, all the bluffs in on this one.
0: I literally <laughs> shouted out in the cinema, he's the villain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they used to have like um, the ring girls you get in boxing just come along with a cardboard box Just saying, it's like, villain, villain, villain.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I saw uh, Absolutely Fabulous, the movie, and that was the best movie of the year. Everyone needs to watch that. Yeah, that was
2: weird to, yeah. to
1: think that there's a movie but then this is the year there's been a Dad's Army movie so I don't know uh, a... I've
0: never watched Dad's Army so i never really looked I, that up
1: uh, I just, I'm just wondering what else are we going to get in terms of British TV shows as movies this year. Blankety just... Blank the movie Blankety Blank the movie <laughs> <laughs> Heidi I <laughs> <Hyde. laughs> Heidi Hyde, the movie,
3: I love it Oh uh, guys, I think the movie of the year for me because I don't watch any movies It was Mad Max, Fury Road, because I finally watched it. You should watch that. I was so taken aback by how good it is.
0: Even
1: when I balance it. And it's gorgeous in Blu-ray. I've had it on Blu-ray since December, having watched it in the cinema, and I just, I can't bring myself to watch it. (laughs) It's a weird thing, because I've, in the cinema, it's just such, I watched it in 3D in the cinema, so I just, wow. It's such an experience. I mean, it is. It's Wacky Races: The Apocalypse Edition, and it's, which, funnily enough, I think they're doing anyway in DC Comics. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's just great. It's just, uh, no, no, it's Scooby Doo, like, do,
0: isn't it? They're doing the Apocalypse Edition.
1: Yeah, but They're doing some weird thing with Wacky Races as well, and Stones and that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's really just amazing film. It's a. Uh, I, I, not watched too many films last year but Christ that was just something just keep in mind directed by the guy who did Happy Feet and Babe to Pig in the City (laughs) always keep that in mind (laughs) and he hadn't done a Mad Max film in so long and come back and go yeah there you go there's that
0: he probably just needed the break to be honest he probably made Happy Feet and thought oh god I need some violence (laughs) I've not but watched Mad Max, by the way, so... Script, though. Oh, I've never watched it, ever. I've never watched the originals.
3: Me neither. This is actually my first foray into Mad Max, so now I want to play the game.
0: Uh, by the way, I, I watched Ghostbusters that I every in 3D film. as well. The 3D effects were really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, and, good. That's so and that's the movie section. Yeah, oh, that's
0: the movie section. Welcome to PlayStation Nintendo, oh, MovieSoft.
1: You watch <laughs> MovieSoft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to Movie Watch, <laughs> Movie Soft.
3: It's your host, Clive Anderson.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I, I can't believe that we're going to get a Matrix movie. What? There's rumours there's going to be a new Matrix trilogy.
3: Who's in it? Like, is it the main? Is it the original cast?
0: Well, it's got to be because he's an vamp, immortal vampire, I remember? Anyway, so well, Kanye <laughs> Reeves cannot die. Right, no. age, putting
1: right? it on the table here. If there's no Hugo Weaving, no.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That
3: ageless, so gimme. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's actually an executive producer on the on the new ones too. So well, wow. yes. that's because but if it's not done by the. Is the
1: this going to be the same as the? Uh, oh, we're going to do Bill and Ted free for the last twenty years. I want
0: to do a Bill and Ted movie. That would be amazing.
1: No, I've been saying that for the last twenty years, it's like, oh we're gonna do it soon. Soon. Well soon. it's like
0: Austin Powers, there was like rumours of New Austin that Powers.
1: Time, that, that time has passed.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying that for years they kept going, Oh, there's a new Austin
1: Powers. Yeah, and there should have been, 'cause Gold yeah. Member is one of the greatest things on earth. It's oh, yeah. just this brilliant, stupid comedy. It just Uh But again, this could be a different podcast. <laughs> 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 Tell us in the comments, which do you like the most for us to talk about? <laughs> Nintendo? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> absolutely I,
0: fabulous. Just, everyone needs we're to one of those specials
1: down. now. Yeah, I, I, it's Nintendo. I can't really talk much, and i just been literally going, hmm, that Nintendo, huh? And it's like I'm handing it off to everyone else because I haven't played a, an actual Nintendo game in.
0: What well, about that new Nintendo console that's coming out this year, the NES? That yeah, is yes. so good. <laughs>
3: just in time for the modern age
1: <laughs> i think that that was probably the most you know, succinct comment of it all is to say that yeah, yeah they just made 14 million pounds off of a mobile version of pokemon that's nowhere near, nothing really like pokemon <laughs> why not bring out uh, a mini yeah like <laughs> 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 why well, just rebrand the wii u while you're at it and just shove it out there again and see if anyone you know, bytes this time that's still wish, that's well, still I think wish they, they might, they it's going to be called it. the NX isn't it Yeah, yeah. If, they, <laughs> God, if they just ditched the um The tablet thing And just showed you the console Which they never did the last time round properly And just said this is the NX People are buy it, <laughs> be yeah. it. But, To be
0: honest I wish they'd just called it The Super Wii though
1: I think <laughs> you too
3: You have my money you, go. <laughs> you
0: got the Wii and then you got the Super Wii
3: it's got to be the cube cast, you know, <laughs> really? the best of both worlds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like the Wii and then you got the Geronimo.
0: <laughs> or the Wii 128.
3: No.
2: What is happening right now? <laughs>
1: uh, the Wii, basically. This
0: is <laughs> what happens when there's no news. <laughs> there's,
1: when there's no news, I'm in charge and Ben's here. That's yeah. the worst combination for any cast. <laughs> I don't know. I think we got a good subject today. Yes, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of anxious. Yeah. That, that, uh, currently, the subject is anything, so that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, this is a great <laughs> subject. Anybody can participate. <laughs> what would you have for lunch today? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. We could...
0: uh,
1: Chinese. Yeah, yeah, Chinese. It's like, <laughs> why not? It's all good. <laughs> as you as, go as we ten? don't
0: end up talking three hours about which type of uh, wing is better. Yeah, boneless or bone.
1: Oh god no. no! You got me in a pickle here.
3: So. As long as I can use lacquered chopsticks, it's totally fine. Whatever.
0: Actually, I, I've always preferred boneless. It depending on where I'm eating it. If I'm out, I prefer boneless. If I'm at home, oh, I you said boneless. wings?
3: I thought you just talking about wigs?
0: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Woof. Well, so
0: Tim. If I'm out, I pre- if I'm out, I don't mind having bone. But if I'm at home, I'll probably go with boneless. Uh,
1: the state of Ben's arousal for everyone
3: there. simulated twenty sixteen.
0: Now in VR. <laughs> we have now. motion control. A special adapter for the motion controls as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, collector edition. <laughs> Rumble pack. Anyway, let's go back to games. Yeah, Gary, Gary, what what have you been playing? does it even matter. (laughs) Or or watching, (laughs) or eating, or what did you do at work? You know, any of that, it's fine. (laughs) What can
0: you do to fill time?
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I I played uh, a game called Assault Suit Lanos. I think it's pronounced. Yes. I'm sure. We'll go with that.
0: Yeah, that'll do. That sounds right. I don't know what it is, but it's, it sounds right.
2: It's I don't I don't know if it's a remake or a remaster, I'm gonna call it a remake of a nineteen ninety Sega Genesis or Mega Drive as it was called. You know what you don't mega call drive. it, Gary? What? What?
1: A comeback. <laughs> 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 Buzzing.
2: Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Dunno, Sega <laughs> might announce a miniature mega drive for Christmas.
1: Full disclosure, I have had one glass of Prosecco. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: oh, I'm sure it was just one glass.
1: Yes. It was I, a lot
2: tw- the glass, though? It's <laughs> the question.
3: The ball, for the record, the bowl was glass.
2: It was a glass button pool.
3: With that game, Gary, the price tag is crazy high for how, short that, how like, little that game offers.
2: Yeah, the game I finished... The, the the story mode or a campaign as they as you call it, in about an hour, maybe a little bit because I died under no fault of my own. Um, <laughs> I say that because there's so much stuff happening at the same on the screen while I'm supposed to read how the mission objective has changed on the bottom left hand corner of the screen while wow. I'm being bombarded by like dozens of bullets flying everywhere. So I'm trying to do both, and it's not possible. So I died a lot because of that. Um, but yeah, it, it is a fun game. Uh, it, it, I love how they brought back the retro style of it. So everything looks like it's 16-bit. Like, the menus look like they're from the Genesis. Um, the sound effects sound like it sometimes, even though they, they kind of have the more oomph of the the newer generation stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I I do like how they try to make it feel like it was the the old city genesis game um which was cool uh but like the robots uh, or the gears that you pilot the the assault suits they they sound really cool like when you walk it sounds like you're walking in a 10 ton robot which is pretty cool um yeah it, it is a fun game it is short there's absolutely no content after you beat the game uh, the only other con is you unlock Classic Mode, which allows you to play the game like it was back in 1990. So, like, if you die, you start all the way over in the beginning. Um, whereas the game actually has a lot of checkpoints uh, to help you out. So, oh, I died at the boss, you know, the level. When I restart, you start out by the boss fight again. Not so much in the Classic Mode, um, which is cool if, if people like that. Um, it's got a lot of, like as i'm playing it i'm like wow these are some like new day features i kind of went back and looked at how the game was uh when it came out and it features all the same stuff they had here so in a way the game was kind of revolutionary for its time it had regenerating health um Hmm. it had weapon unlocks where you unlock new weapons and you can equip your assault suit with it it was all pretty cool and i thought it was something they added for the new version of the game but they actually had it back then as well i was like wow that's pretty cool but yeah, fun game. Uh, outside of that, uh, that's actually all I've played this weekend. So, snap. Yeah. Nice. But for the price point, it's not worth it in my opinion.
3: Yeah, yeah, twenty bucks for like a couple hours.
2: Not, not in this day and age. No. It's not enough for the content. It does come with the original Mega Drive Japanese manual though, which is cool.
0: That's cool. <laughs> oh,
2: that's nice. You
0: can
1: look at that in in the gallery mode, which is pretty cool. I miss actual manuals, though. They were so cool. Indeed. That was... Thanks, Witcher. Yeah. When Grand Theft Auto V came out, that was one of my most heartbreaking moments because I've always enjoyed Grand Theft Auto games, getting the, manu- the manual out and just reading for it with all the fake adverts for <laughs> big companies. And then the song list in the back as well, all the new songs they got and... and uh, just, and finding out what half of them mile for the first time that way. But it lost a bit of that, which is a shame. So yeah, but
3: you know, you, you end up finding out more about it. You end up finding everything out, in fact, before the game even comes out thanks to the internet, yeah, so yeah.
2: I mean... Yeah, it also doesn't help when some games, like, that you buy still, that don't come with a manual, don't even have a digital manual. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know? You guys I, ever heard about that old home improvement game for the SC, SNES, as I call it? the the, (laughs) Um, the Tim um, Allen um, where when you actually look at a manual when you open it up all it says is real men don't use manuals real men don't read instructions and that's all it says
2: that's fantastic
1: (laughs) that is so Tim Allen (laughs) disgusting
2: Um, what else do you play Gary? anything? um no, that that's that's really all I've been playing actually. Wow. Um, I a, went back yeah. and played some more Star Ocean. I'm trying to do the secret dungeon that you unlock, like at the end of every Star Ocean game. Mm. Where okay. everything is like quadruple in difficulty and you're just like, Wow. The first enemy you fight just like owns you. <laughs> you should
0: get pop I'd see some Tom
2: gallery that. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Tim?
0: <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to you being on Farmity sometime when you're bored Gary
2: I know I need to go back I'm sorry
0: yeah, yeah. especially with the new uh, you, you know the new update that's out next Tuesday looks so good
3: mm.
2: it, it's
0: cool uh, deep dungeon each, uh, each floor is randomly generated and you start at level one and you've got to level up again in the dungeon
2: mm. oh random you. gear so that sounds really cool it's yeah. a
3: good time to get started and,
2: so my low, low level character
0: should be good to go in that dungeon yeah it doesn't <laughs> matter you'll automatically be set to level one when you enter so
3: like i'm yeah. um, guessing stats scale and stuff like that
0: no you're, yeah, you yeah all your stats go back to level one your gear doesn't work you have to oh, find it's... gear that's in the dungeon it's you gotta find actual rogue it's rogue style gameplay
3: so it's like rust then you start naked yeah that sounds really cool. I'm really, I'm, I'm okay. The being naked, by, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Just run around naked. Mm.
0: The, mm. This Tuesday will launch with 50 floors, and then every patch will add another 50 floors.
3: Okay, I, and I don't want to sound like that guy, yeah. but you know it's going to come out. Uh, are they going to add trophies? More trophies to this game? Does they they can now, content? because
0: there was a limit before where you could only have so many. But don't expect they're... any trophies to the expansion.
3: Didn't they... Oh, yeah, the the new one that's coming out. It, yeah. it, there will be? There'll
0: be another expansion next year.
3: Like, And there will be trophies with it, too? I'm
0: going to guess, because Sony had a limit on how many trophies you could have per game, and now Sony's got rid of that, so...
3: Yeah. You're telling me there's a limit on trophies after Burnout Paradise?
0: <laughs> yeah, there is actually a limit.
3: <laughs> yes. What is it, 40,000? <laughs> Burnout Paradise was crossing that line every day. Oh,
1: man, I... I... Yeah. I wonder if I could tell you. So it was a, there were perhaps. like
3: 90 trophies for the platinum.
0: No, the tr- DLC is a limit. Oh. You could only have That's so many DLC way. trophies.
1: Okay. Yeah. I have that Burnout Paradise plat though. Oof. Lovely. So, like, for someone who hates racing games as well, Burnout is just the best ever. But... That was a, gr- man.
3: Like, that was the closest thing that they created to that original RAW yeah. concept. I just adored it, and I was so happy that Burnout Paradise came out,
1: because it was... <sighs>
2: but yeah. Talk about PS4 update, that's the one we need.
1: Yeah, currently, yeah, there you go, Burnout Paradise has 98 trophies, currently, Say, so.
0: Wow. I wonder, Which, I
1: I have 74 of those.
0: wonder what has the most amount of
1: trophies. I think that's probably the winner. Um,
3: I no, because they're no Batman. Batman has 107, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, Arkham's Arkham is,
1: uh, wow, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Okay. I I think. Think. Oh, yeah, they are those micro things, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's 50,000 of them, yeah. Still, so, good fun. Burnout Paradise. Shame that they, that team won't make that again, sadly, but it's, you know, all good. So um, that actually quite nicely segues into what yeah. I'm because I've been playing a game by the people who made Burnout Paradise and Earlier Burnout. So, Three Fields, they are now called. Um, dangerous Golf, which... Uh, Sounds amazing. It, yes, only this that dangerous. Yeah, it, it's probably mildly perilous golf at best. <laughs> <think> it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, a little bit of peril. A little bit of peril. It, it's unfortunately not as good as it could be. I think it's it lacks that burnout touch that made that so special. And... <clears throat> The fact that it's a game that is pretty much just doing burnout with golf and that uh, you are basically teeing off around different indoor areas and it's like outdoor ones to smash the hell out of everything and have over-the-top explosive stuff happening and ball gimmicks like, you know, you can set C4 charges by hitting the ball, the sticky ball things. And it's mad like that, but it's not mad enough, you know, it's like... It, it looks too serious because of the Unreal Engine um, and it makes, it sort of goes at odds with this whole idea of being this crazy game and, and in a way that Burnout didn't have because it was very cartoonish. You know, mm-hmm. as, real, as lovely as Burnout looked, even in Paradise, it's like it, it still was very cartoonish. You know, so like mm-hmm. you honestly aren't going to be having a car crash and then control its crash to crash more. In real life, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's that loose. Challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> so next week there'll be no Ben on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but it's fun, you know. It's it's just not anything. It feels like a stepping stone between what they want to do next because it's, it's a team of eleven people now. That pretty feels, and I think mm. they need to build back up to what they want to do. And Criterion that are still existing at EA aren't going to be doing anything fun for a while because they're being tied to Star Wars as EA love to do with many of the talented teams they have there just tie it to someone else like Visceral having to do Star Wars instead of Dead Space and Criterion having to do Star Wars instead of Burnout but uh, or even their own game which got canned and... or
0: Need for Speed, at least they had racing games then
1: yeah, but then, I don't know it was like that was a weird one because it was like in between the two games and it was like it's not quite burnout enough and not quite neither speedy enough it's... yeah
0: but at least they were making something that they're good at
1: yeah but it was yeah. again it's like, it's a very EA thing to sort of get yeah. these teams in based on their success making their own thing and then go and get them to make their stuff and it's like it it just feels a bit silly it's like
0: I want to hire the people who make Final Fantasy and make some sort of farming simulator <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh god. Which, find a fancy though, because you know, <laughs> so so many. Just because various. I want
0: to torture myself, the people make thirteen. Make it the see they like make a linear farming simulator.
3: The racing, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be all around chocobo racing
0: corridor. Gotta, Just a corridor. You
3: gotta, you gotta create. You gotta you gotta grow all these greens and then feed all the chocobos and then. <laughs> Put them in weight classes and race them.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing! I want that now.
3: Actually, Talking. yeah. Now that I think about it.
1: Yeah. Talking of racing, actually, going on to the next thing I played, which is I returned to Grand Theft Auto Online this week because the Cunning Stunts DLC has landed, which yeah. basically makes a uh, trackmania in uh, GTA. You know, they're just like big, colorful tubes of racing high into the sky. Oh wow. Yeah, not very realistic in terms of what <laughs> you normally get, but it, it's fun. You know, It's like you are just... Be fair going... though,
0: I don't play Grand Theft Auto for the realism.
1: No, but this is like... <laughs> yeah. you, you don't go into Los Angeles and see these big giant metal cage tube things where cars are racing through them going high up into the sky and coming down and flying... Yet. Into... Yet. <laughs> I mean, it is LA so it could be a year away, but its it's a different kind of thing and it's nice it, ah, just every time they bring out something new for online it's just really revitalizing good. it is it, it's just even for the short time i mean like i think it was back halloween last year where they brought the stuff that was essentially like an online manhunt game oh, where well. it's like mm-hmm. one of you is one of you is the serial killer type and you're chasing the others and after a set amount of time the tables are turned and then they can hunt you back and it's like that was really cool and then just all the added stuff, like being able to buy your own yacht and like owning businesses and like having your own office and a bit. It's like all these little touches. It's like, and that's how I'm not really a big massively multiplayer online guy. And it's like, I just don't see this where I'd find the time, but still do online. Yeah, it's nearly three years and I still play it. Nice. At least every week or so, maybe I think, And it's, even if it's just for an hour, know, it, there's something about it. And it? Mainly I like dressing up characters and there's just so many clothes. And they don't mm. mean and, and like, you know, in, in most MMOs, you know, clothes would mean something. You know, they would be like, oh, well, this gets you this amount of points, uh, hit points there or armor points, whatever. Here it is just like, you want your character to look cool. Yeah, you can buy these. And it's like, cool, I will. <laughs> I
0: see, that's why I love Final Fantasy XIV, where you can just glamour clothes on top mm-hmm. of your actual static clothes.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing now, and I love that it's there because it gives you a chance to put yourself into the game, not just like going like with you know I'm always going to bring this back because I love that time in my life, but like Vanilla WoW and like Burning Crusade, you were so stuck having to wear to don those just horrendous combinations of gear all for the sake of numbers, and I love the times now. I wish they could be as good as the games were then. Because you have the ability to be in the game now.
0: You and
1: really do, yeah.
0: With Fantasy Eleven it was the same that you they've got a glamour system now. What, 10, 15 years
2: later? <laughs> but <laughs> it's been well. the best game with a glamour system is D C Universe Online. In my opinion. Once on. you get yeah, there yeah. you can just change whatever color you can change the color, you can change what it looks like no matter what. As long as you once put it on, it's in your inventory. Like, the, the style of it is okay. there for it. You don't even have to have that armor anymore. You can just get rid of the armor and just keep the style. That's cool. Just awesome. Sick. Yeah. I, okay. I really so should give DC Universe
0: and have a try, but it annoyed me because the whole split servers. Yeah.
1: Mm. It, just, it was one of those. It was the first one I was sort of like, oh, it's kind of cool. It's like, but nah. Just, nah. I mean, nobody would
0: like, ever play with me because nobody was on my server. So,
2: uh, yeah, <laughs> It's now yeah. one mega server. Yeah. But it's gone to shit since it went free to play. Like, in my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong, to be honest. It has just...
0: Well, nearly every game that goes free to play goes to shit, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, remember that Evolve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it evolves on MMO, so.
1: No, but yeah, free to play. And uh, after, considering where it came from. It's already... To be
0: fair, it should have been released as a free to play game anyway, in my opinion. Well,
1: you know, this is something that... A lot of games could take into hand and yeah. you know, delivering half-assed packages and selling them as full-price games instead of what they are. Imagine yeah.
0: how much money they would have made if they'd released Battlefront as free to play. Oh man! I mean, the season pass was almost the price of the game anyway.
1: <laughs> I and it's not like you could say that Disney wouldn't get it you know, and say because they'd have a say in yeah. pricing in a way, but because. They make a shit ton of money out of free mobile stuff. so like they'd understand what free to play works. Yeah. But I don't know, it's like big companies have this saying about doing free to play in the sense that they think, well, if we do that, people will think we're cheap and our game is cheap. It's so like not necessarily you well, prove yourself with your quality. It's like and more people are willing to try. And it's like you've got the PR budget to back up that yeah. and say and put that out there that it's you know, this is this pretty damn solid game going for free. You can do all this in and it's like, but yeah, it's, they want their cake and they want to eat it at the same time. They want to be a full price game. They want to be a free to play game. They like that free to play market. Yeah. But they don't want to give up the whole, well, if that doesn't work, then where's our money coming from? And it's like, and so it, it's a lack of confidence in their products at the end of the day. It's like, even that with Star Wars, do you think.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, we could make a shit ton of money off this. It was like, but if it bombs bad enough at launch in terms of how it plays, and they don't realize it until it comes out, it's like there's your problem straight away.
0: Yeah, but Star like, Wars.
1: Yeah, with a name like that, you don't even uh, have
0: yeah. to
3: be good to make money. Come on, As, yeah. uh, so right. could the release the game
0: where <clears throat> when you load it up, it just the picture of Luke Skywalker laughing at you, and then it closes itself down again, and people would have paid money for it? Game of the year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, then on PC you have. The, Similar problems with that with a Star Wars franchise with, with online Star Wars <laughs> start- stuff. It, it's no guarantee. A license is no guarantee to print money. It, it can get you some, but yeah. It, it's like Battlefront is not a bad game to begin with. It's just there's not enough there to constitute being a full-price game,
0: as um, it stands. I might buy it now that the co-op and stuff has been announced, though. I'm tempted I to know. I don't
1: know, because the single the the, the non regulation stuff is a bit nah so well, I never
0: announced a new co op offline mode with yeah bots.
1: and I, I don't know I don't know. yeah which is just basically the single player stuff yeah. which is really really boring <laughs> so I I don't think adding a person is going to make it much less boring but that but that's just me right? I don't know did you ever try to play Terminator Salvation <laughs> <laughs> no because I know I know co yeah, op yeah i've come from uh from here before psu i worked on a uh, playstation trophy site and uh yeah that that is one of those hallowed games that people talk about to get a nice easy plan
0: you ever played mine jack oh yeah (laughs) i told my mate it was one of the worst games ever made and i showed him the angry joe video he's like it's not that bad and then we would walk in, in town and then CEX had a copy for 50p. So I bought him it just to show him what it was like. <laughs> then I also bought myself a copy of Haze to show him how bad Haze was. Oh, Haze was worse, in my opinion. Like, we couldn't even get past the first level because it's so bad. Yeah,
3: that that came had a lot of promise when it before we came out. I was kind of excited for it and then bombshell.
0: I'll never forget a boy on day one, <laughs> all hyped about it. And then I went back in the second day and traded it in and literally (laughs) told the game staff that I wanted to pay them money to get it off my hands. I would have paid them to trade it in.
1: That game broke my heart. It really did. And then Homefront the Revolution sort of stabbed the stake in a bit further. And it's like... It's really
0: hyped for Homefront. He's been playing it. It's 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 not.
1: Hayes was a disappointment coming from where it, they'd come from with Timespets series. Yeah. And it's like but this is like having known that they all they've done for the last few years since uh Hayes is do the multiplayer for crisis and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and then get booted you yeah, know, get all the financial cuts against them and not get to do their own thing. And then they get given this that someone else worked on and couldn't bother to finish it and it's just sad that- Well the
0: company went bankrupt, didn't it? So
1: yeah, that, that to me is not being bothered to finish it because you yeah. shouldn't have gone bankrupt making a game that was in that state. To be
0: fair though, Homefront has. IP's just cursed.
1: Yeah, you just don't want to touch it. And to be honest, they got it out the door. Yeah. I think it's very much like Gearbox with Jute uh, Nukem Forever. It's like you can't really blame the people who no. got it out the door at the end of the day. It's, it's the people. That...
0: You can't polish your turds. You can only polish well, your turds
1: so much. I could somewhat it... blame Deep Silver because Deep Silver have a very. If your reputation with that, where they do,
0: Deep Silver is weird. They just grab anything they can and hope it well,
1: good. Well, look at this. I mean, the last few months there was stuff like Mighty Number no. Nine, you know, like, pretty the, bad. The home Front, pretty bad. You know, like that the Dead Island stuff, which pretty was, bad. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's bad. Uh, they they're very enthusiastic about what they do and they they pick up projects that may have just been left languid, but it's not always a good idea to just pick stuff up and i think yeah their, their enthusiasm gets the better of them sometimes in fairness they have the saints row and uh agents of mayhem stuff now so there's hope for them yet on that one but yeah they too often they end up with the sort of stuff that could be yeah not do their reputation very good in the long run
0: i didn't like that retro game with dead island either
1: well, i quite liked it I, I like,
0: just got annoyed that I couldn't move my actual character how I wanted.
1: Yeah, but it was, it was a rhythm-action game. It was, yeah. streets of Ra- it, it was Streets of Rage done rhythm-action, basically, and that was fun. You know, Not as great as, he, as it could be, obviously, but... I, would, I, would I
0: just want, it. I would rather make it Streets of Rage.
1: Yeah, but then, to be honest, it was the best thing to me in that package still. <laughs> because it was the most inventive, and yeah, going back to Dead Island, those games, it's like they were the best versions of that. It all, but they are not.
0: Oh, by the way, I found a way to get out the map in Dead Island without That's, actually doing anything.
1: What? Well, that doesn't surprise me. In those games, especially. Uh,
0: you know, when yeah. you get to the jungle.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, you've got to follow that like, guide to the, the like the village. Yeah. Uh, if you go left, he sometimes he, for some reason we were watching him. He glitched and disappeared and went somewhere else. So we went left on the pathway and then noticed there was something wrong with one of the trees. Literally ducked. That's all we did was crash down and walk forward. And then we walked out the map. (laughs) We didn't jump. We didn't move. We just literally ducked and walked forward. And then we walked off the map and we could wander anywhere.
1: Madness. Anyway, I was talking about what I've been playing. (laughs) Um, Beyond that, I played a little bit of Dex, which is like a side-scrolling uh, cyberpunk RPG thing. Interesting so far. Very, very 90s uh, PC point-and-click adventure style to it in a way. And it kind of reminds me of the PC Blade Runner game. So in a way, but not. It's, it's at a bit like flashback slash... Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers the side-scrolling Alien 3 game. Kind of like that in... Art style of it, it's interesting, and uh, I want to play more of it. But yeah, it's just, I when Deus Ex is uh, around the corner, it's just like eh, 2D one's not really gonna do it for me. It's, and I've been slowly continuing Street Fighter Five's ridiculously stupid story, and yeah, it's still nonsense on the grander stage. But yeah. That game still, it's frustrating. There's so much there that could work for being one of the best games of the year. And yet, so much blights it. It's a shame. Great fighter. And what else? I wasn't here last week, so I'll mention Song of the Deep, which is Insomniac Games, which is a Metroidvania-type game where you pilot a little submarine into all these sort of weird undersea places and so lovely looking game very charming in its story it's a very sort of Irish folks folk's tale sort of vibe to it and the narration and that but yeah it's just sort of it's a bit off on a lot of ways in the way it you know the combat's a bit (laughs) for use of a better word swimmy and it doesn't really feel like you're in control of anything. And then when anything gets too intense, the game, you you end up frustrated a lot. I mean, I said in my review that there's there's a bit later on the game where you have to be chased by these things and they are one-hit kill sort of things. And it's like, ah. And all the while you're having to sort of dodge obstacles, swap between your different missile types to take out the barriers, watch out for going the wrong way and it's just it's too much there's difficulty spikes that just take it way beyond what the game had been up to that point which is a fairly good level of progression you know it's like in the best sort of sense of metroidvania where you know you get to areas you see areas where you could go later and then you will naturally come back to those once you've upgraded your submarine's powers but yeah, as it gets towards the end, they just sort of push the difficulty out the window a few too. It's very reminiscent of Ratchet and Clank games, where there were points where they just made everything really, <sighs> really nuts. That sewer level. That sewer level, yeah. I mean, that yeah. that is prime example. Easy, the easy, easy. I was talking,
0: Oh my God, Brad might run out of time.
1: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and the, the bit I was talking about in Song of the Deep is pretty much that sewer level. Yeah, you know, it's just except you're not worried about drowning. It's just more about everything else going on at the same time. But yes. So yeah, I think that is pretty much everything I have played this week or the last two weeks, apart from Pez. But you know, Pez Pez is to me is uh, what Final Fantasy XIV is to Ben. So yeah, it's so like I'm always playing it. And so I think we'll move on out of that whole thing. That's
0: Um, taken us an hour,
1: by the way. Yeah, well, there you go, because we went off on (laughs) tangent. When I say before the podcast, hey, just talk about whatever you want. (laughs) We damn well do it. (laughs) We go well with it. Um, So, yes, Tim brought this up in Slack chat earlier today when we found out that Rise of the Tomb Raider could be coming to PS4 on October 11th. As We We know it was coming to PS4, of course. It was just no release date. But uh, Tim brought up the point that should a year old game still be sold at full price, even though it's coming to a new console? It's just a very interesting point because the punishment really for people on a different system is that they have had to wait a year because another company have paid extra money for that game to be on that console. Should then not be a discount or should it be the same price as it was before on the other console, but with all the DLC it's, it's a tricky one. Um, I'll start off just by saying that in most cases, yeah, I would agree. Unless it's like a definitive edition coming out that has all, like a chock yeah. bunch of DLC coming, then it should never be more than it was. It all to be fair same.
0: though, Neil, even if it is all the DLC, I think it has to have some graphical improvements if you want to sell it full price as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even if
0: they have to patch it in, later, in a, later on for the other consoles just to make it fair.
1: Yeah, and in this case, I don't know, it's just, they are bringing it out at a very bad time as well. I mean, it, it does come out in October. That's, yeah. you look, I mean, you've got, I know it's a different game, but you'll have Skyrim remastered, you'll have Battlefield 1 and things like that out. And it's The
0: greatest just, game of the year, one of the greatest games of the year is out in October.
1: Oh, yeah, and that. So, <laughs> World of
0: Final Fantasy.
1: And World of Final Fantasy, and that, and it's just... Yeah, odd. I would have thought if they'd put that for a summer release, I and mean, maybe they can't because of the way the contract was, but that would have been better suited for it, because it might have done all right, and it would, but I suppose they're trying to get themselves distance from Uncharted okay. 4.
0: I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it was going to be a summer release, but with Uncharted being delayed, they then had to delay yeah, this I, release. Yeah,
1: I, I do wonder. And <laughs> thing is, Tomb Ra- Rise of the Tomb Raider will do better, I think, on PS4 than it did on... Xbox One anyway. I mean, it did a better on PC than it did on Xbox One, so...
0: didn't really sell on Xbox One at all.
1: No, but it's... it's that's a whole other thing, you know. I mean, Tomb Raider is... Its legacy comes from uh, early PlayStation. <laughs> it, it's synonymous with PlayStation's uh, history. I mean, the series is 20 years old yeah. this year, and most of the memories people have of the series is from those consoles. So, it, it was a weird move, and... Like most of these movies are, but sometimes you can see the, the logic in it. But yeah, games for me that are exclusive for like a year or something and then come out should not be selling for the same price once they come out. I mean, Dead Rising 4 will be the next example. It's a, it's exclusive for a year on Xbox One and PC, but then it will come to PlayStation And with a game like that, and I guarantee the price on Xbox One at that point will be cheap as chips because, you know, they aren't very good at selling exclusives. So should it it be more of a slap in the face that there are people who've had a chance to play it for a year, could probably pick it up for like a quarter of the price, you know, by the time it comes to PlayStation. And this works both ways you know so like, say no man's sky does come to xbox one as well as it playstation 4 and pc eventually they shouldn't pay this full price either you know, because they've had to wait and as far as they knew it was never coming so it's a bit yeah. a slap in the face yeah. exclusives are all well and good if they are made for the console with the majority of the help coming from the console maker you know so we're talking your halos on one and your Chides on the other those fine you know that's never a problem with this though you you've got to kind of think about compensating the other side that has to miss out because of some money deal as much as because i work, it just gets very shady and i and more so than it is already for I me mean. but tim as this is what you brought up what are your thoughts on it
3: the first thing i thought of when this when i first saw the the point this morning, was um, a time when Bioshock came up, or came to PlayStation 3. That was, you know, years after it had been on Xbox 360 exclusively. No hint, like, much like you mentioned before, it's one of those games where there was no hint that it was going to be anywhere else. And it just showed up on PS3, kind of out of nowhere, and it was full price. Right, you might remember. Yeah, it was full price, sixty bucks. If I remember correctly. So you have situations like that that are much like this one, and you got to look at things that have worked and are successful and almost justifiable in the sense, like you look at remakes, for instance. You know, old games, or even I guess in this sense we could even bring up Tomb Raider, the definitive edition. Uh, that was on PS3 and Xbox 360. They brought it up to the new ones, uh, pretty much a re-release, all the content. There wasn't really any extra content, was there? But it was upscaled, much like yeah, yeah. like you mentioned, uh, Ben, with up to graphics at the very least. And it wasn't... Was it
0: $60? Yeah, it was $60. No, I think it was
1: slightly less. It was like, yeah, well, forty sure it or was $60,
0: 50, but it, really, it dropped down ridiculously fast.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, but very, very,
0: yeah. I, I'm sure it was full price, and then I bought it for half price during a Christmas sale on PSN. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a game that constantly drops to ten.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. At this point, but you have the 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 graphical
3: enhancements and the performance enhancements and things like that, and you go, okay, I, I okay, I at least get to play it now. You know, there were a lot, and specifically with the with the PS4, there were a lot of people that jumped ship to PS4 that hadn't played anything on PS3, so it wasn't a terrible move. But you know, you're looking at like rise of the tomb raider and it's essentially good from the way it sounds a copy and paste of what the xbox got there's no sort of like hey playstation <laughs> yeah we uh we didn't know what we were doing so uh here you go there's something for your troubles you know those kind of things there's nothing uh there's no really no dlc either it's just that card thing that the game offers and it doesn't really do anything apart from have some sort of, like, faux
2: replay value, in but my opinion. They released, they released two DLC packs for it. Did they? Okay. Yeah, story DLC packs. They're more supernatural. Okay, um, well, I, eh.
3: I mean, if they include that, I mean, there's a little bit of justification because uh, you, re- you really can't say that you're going to release the game and then make them buy the DLC too, especially after waiting a year.
2: Uh...
1: I love that their uh, listing calls it day one edition, effectively, which is <laughs> just <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> more of a slap in the face than, than
3: anything. <laughs> so. Right. But whose place are they slapping? Kind of everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, like it never happened. Like uh, or they're kind of like,
3: well, we, we see what we've done. We've proven to our producers that it was a bad decision. We got some money early on. So, uh, I mean, maybe meet us halfway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a little bitter. I ended up playing that game on Xbox One, and I did enjoy it quite a bit. And I, I got to the end of the game, and I stopped because I knew I'd want to platinum it. I didn't want to get burned out on it. Yeah, yeah. You know me. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I wanted I, I wanted to see everything, not just platinum it. I wanted to see everything about the game on PlayStation. I, did, I wanted to see what the game was. On Xbox, but I wanted it to be my experience on PS4. So it's nice to know that it's coming. I wish or hope—I don't know where it is at this point because it's still kind of a fresh announcement—that it justifies the fact that we've waited. I've also purchased a deeply discounted version on the PS on Xbox One, and looking to buy it again. I would like to get some sort of justification for that fact, in the sense that not not like a discount or you know a reimbursement or the like, but something that says oh, you've bought it once. Um, we'll we'll make this a little different. We'll offer this. I, I guess if the DLC, like you mentioned, Gary, is included in there, I would definitely feel a little bit
1: vindicated, uh, reciprocated, compensated, cheated. Yeah, I don't know because it it, it kind of works like a game of the year edition at that point. Provided yeah. there's no more DLC to come. You know, it's like, that's fine. No problem there. But, but you know, I if do. they
3: don't call it, like, Game of the Year or sort of, like, Definitive Edition, then it gives the sense that they're going to try to cash in on more DLC on all platforms. Yeah. And and- I don't know where that would fall in line. Because they've kind of paved some trails with this franchise, and I really don't want to see it go down just because of some sort of like microtransaction debacle or some DLC infringement sort of thing. Or,
1: I mean, for me, it was very disappointing because I so enjoyed the Tomb Raider reboot. You know, and right. I enjoyed most of the more recent Tomb Raiders, with the exception of Underworld. But it's <laughs> uh, which is just yeah. Anniversary was pretty good. Anniversary was wonderful. I loved Anniversary, and Legend was all right, but it's just, yeah, and the world was pretty much the point where they were going, yeah, we need to change something (laughs) drastically. Mm -hmm. But uh, apart from the opening, which was very good, but it's just, yeah, when the reboot came out, it was wonderful in that sense of of appropriating other games again and turning it into something more modern and more meaningful, even though, you know, the older silliness of I'm so scared to be on my own and out in the wilderness, I don't know what I'm doing two seconds later. I'm murdering whole armies. It's, it, that was really? obviously a bit weird. But, but, you know, that's that's modern games. That's been happening for many years. Since, mm. uh, you know, you could say back when Rockstar did GTA 4 with, you know, Nico Bellic uh, lamenting every horrible decision he had to make. And then, of course, you could go out in the game and just, yeah, <laughs> cause multi-car <laughs> pile ups and blow everyone up still for this sequel multi-format you know straight from the off was just yeah you know, well we know why obviously it was a money issue and not that the game wouldn't get funded more the case of microsoft wanted an exclusive to lord over sony and they thought well here we go we'll offer it there square took the bait on it and there we go we that's what we ended up with it's unfortunately it didn't really work out probably for square in terms of money i mean Mm-hmm. Microsoft, let's be honest, are a bottomless pit where it comes to money. They, any other company in the games industry, had thrown the money they had at their current console. Out of all three of their consoles, would have been bankrupt long ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. So they never would have made it. I mean, I was saying the other week it's like it's why people may lament the Vita's demise for Sony, but Sony were in a very different position where they couldn't at the time could not really afford to invest too much in something that wasn't doing well and come off the back of the ps3 which had already taken a lot of steering around to get right yeah to get in the so, black yeah i mean you know the the sad thing about the vita is that would have been a success had it come after the ps4 and it's like because the you know the name would have been more prominent and everything would have been going great for them as a company but yeah they can't take those risks anymore so it, that's why Vita was left to die and that that's their problem but as i said microsoft they manage with just throwing money at everything they can pay stupid and i fully believe they did pay stupid amounts of money to get to write Ra- the tomb raider on there because they really didn't sell more anything i mean whether that will color any future decisions uh where the series goes you know will they make that <laughs> will the next one be multi format after all that but who knows it's we'll see i mean not to say that neither side is a... Uh, you know, when when Square Enix
0: complained about how little the last Tomb Raider game sold when it sold millions. You see, now this
1: was another thing. And if yes, they made this decision, I guess, back at a time where you couldn't really tell what... Okay. You couldn't really definitely say what the market leader was going to be. You know, how far Xbox were going to be behind uh, the PlayStation 4... But still, yeah, it's like it's a risky game to play. It's like
0: it's just the last. This just reminds me of when they're like, "Oh, it's not sold enough. It's only sold four million copies." <laughs> Remember, I think it was something like that, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was like that. It, that year was uh, the same year as uh, Hitman Absolution, which they all said, "Oh, this sold terribly so this game that isn't like normal Hitman and yeah. sold more numbers than any other Hitman before it." At the but same. it sold badly it's all badly by uh, I'm starting to
0: think Square Enix is just confused they, they take good sales and think it's bad
1: they look at everything that isn't Final Fantasy and go why isn't it making money like, like, like why doesn't it, it print money it's like what millions of dollars isn't enough no <laughs> it's like this game we made back in 1997 is still making money <laughs> so it's like, these games aren't making anything in <laughs> my comparison we're,
0: why make millions when you can make Billions.
3: <laughs> Austin Powers. Why make billions when you could make millions? Yes.
0: One hundred million dollars.
3: Don't you think you should ask for a little more than a million dollars? I mean, a million dollars isn't a lot of money anymore. I mean, we made that what? with
0: our Starbucks corporation.
1: <laughs> oh, Talk about the awesome that that all day, but <laughs> as we've uh, done plenty of uh, side roads on this one, uh, but I, we should. Get do you think though that this also
3: brings up the the notion of like remasters and things. that can be replaced, compared to that kind of thing, or like <laughs> games that are brought up from the PS3, where you go, well, these have been touched up and these have had all their things added, and they're not full price compared mm. to something that's just being copied and pasted sure. for price.
1: And to be honest, in some cases, more work's been done on them than, yeah. You know, yeah, a, a at, game that's just been on our games. console for a while.
0: The PS2 oh. remasters, would well, you called remasters in a way, where they've been given a bit of spit and shine and sold for cheaper with trophies.
1: Well, uh, yeah, if, if you were into trophies, that was worth the admission price alone for most yeah. games, I think, at the time. It's like... Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good excuse for me to play Jack and Daxter for three more times. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. On just, both PS3 and Vita. Yay. Yeah, Yeah, uh, and Big once a
0: lot. <laughs> uh, uh.
1: Yes, so it was a strange one with that. I guess, as you say, they, they tend to come in cheaper and it, it's a case-to-case thing with that because some of them come through not really having changed much at all and then you're like, oh, you could probably <laughs> Yeah, you can get the same game for about a quarter of that price if you wanted, you know, it's like if you have the console still. Uh, yeah, Saints Row is the perfect example, but it was only slightly touched up and probably had slightly more problems technically coming yeah. through. But well, the
0: It would have been possibly also <coughs> Batman <coughs> <coughs> if it had been delayed.
1: Yeah, well, the, the, that's clearly been delayed for such a problem, it seems, because... Uh it doesn't seem any other reason to delay it after pouring to announce it at all. You know, it's uh, it's a strange one.
0: They probably Repeat. didn't want to announce it, but all the leaks that were happening, they thought, well, we better just, better just announce it.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say, isn't it? But
0: I'd be surprised if it was anyway. the same way with Bioshock.
1: Yeah. Now this is the other thing. A lot of these, um, Remasters tend to do collections as well. So you end up with multiple games and a lot of DLC stuff, maybe the odd improvement. Uh, like say Borderlands, which is Borderlands two and pre sequel and the Bioshock collection coming. That sort of thing. Fine. Like that but still, that still just further justifies the value of their price tag. Yeah, that's it. And they are yeah. going to look better. You know, it's like they've shown that it's like this will look better. And this is mainly it's such a popular thing for that at the minute because the infrastructure of the PS4 suits it better because yeah. it's more PC based so they can do that sort of thing this is why we're going to get a more powerful console because it's easier to do than it ever would have been it's not a problem in that regard I just said But coming back to what we were talking about releasing a game that's out now and then getting it a year later it seems like it should be somewhat Discounted. I mean, it's there's an argument there with uh, obviously the discrepancy between PC games that come late to PlayStation consoles and then end up costing more than they ever did on PC. But different, you know, landscapes, if you will. I mean, I paid on the cheap still about twenty six pounds for XCOM two on PC. That nice. didn't really work, but you know, the re- the regular price for that was about thirty quid. It's going to be about 40 quid at least yeah. on ps4 but and that's not even the one with all the dlc that's come out since then the, the one with the dlc is extra so that's like another six that's 60 quid 70 quid it's it, it gets insane it gets silly it's like and but then in certain cases like that you can see there's a bigger divide in what you'd have to do to get it over as opposed to a console port maybe because you know stuff like that, XCOM 2, they were very adamant that we had to make this on PC first because it needed to be ready to go on to consoles. Whereas last time with um, Enemy Within and Enemy Unknown, they ported it all at the same time. And,
0: and then the console... to be on the V2 with no announcements. Just the PS.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they never really nailed it. You know, they got it... They, bit by bit got better at what they were doing but they were very buggy games on console compared to the PC version, and even the Vita game, the, the miracle is that they managed to fit the main game and the expansion into the Vita. It still doesn't work greatly, and the load times are yeah. terrible, but it's a step up in a way. Great. Anyway, anyway again, deviating off the subject massively here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, we're still talking about ports, I guess.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. And
3: ballparks are big places, Neil. Yeah. Yes, they are.
0: One could say sand pits open
1: world But yeah, actually there you go because the Vita version was like uh, 16 quid at launch for XCOM which is you could get the console version on PS3 for less but you can appreciate the effort that went into putting a PC game that went onto consoles that went into a handheld (laughs) and you consider how little effort people put into making big games for Vita these days it's well, so he doesn't so any effort into it. Well, n- nor does any other big third-party company really. And so it's it's amazing that they tried, and in that sense, justified for me that well, they could charge sixteen quid. I think so, that you know.
0: World of Final Fantasy
1: is also coming to the Vita, which is it pretty is, cool. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I anyway. Um, who have we not heard from, Gary? Yo. What are your thoughts on all this?
2: Oh man. Um... Well, I said this, I think, last year when the game was coming out on the Xbox One. Um, I absolutely despise timed exclusives. I'd rather have it all exclusive or none. And my opinion on Rise of the Tomb Raider is I don't think it should even come out on the PS4. Um, The reason right now is they've shown absolutely nothing of the game, and it's coming out in less than three months. Supposedly, Um not a single screenshot. Rumors right. that Crystal Dynamics has absolutely no say in the game whatsoever on the PS4. Like Square Enix just handed it off to a different developer to to port it over.
0: I'm making it. That's why it's taking so long. <laughs> <like. laughs>
3: but that was the same thing that happened with PC, though. Like it, it wasn't announced until what that September that it was going to even be a thing.
0: It wasn't. And a, then no, it, came it wasn't up. even then. It was leaked on Steam, didn't it? When it Pretty much came yeah, out. Yeah, it leaked
2: on Steam before they even announced it. They had to announce it because it leaked on Steam. Um, so that already tells me it's not going to be the better version. Um, it's gonna probably be the worst out of the three versions of the game.
0: But it'll have um, Neo mode,
2: right? Yes, <laughs> technically.
1: Well, yeah, games starting from October should support.
0: Have to support. Uh, yeah,
1: have to support. Yeah, but well, uh, this, gonna support may, this may fall outside of that. Given the PC, given the PC like infrastructure, that is possible, I suppose.
3: That would be a nice addition. Honestly, it would it would encapsulate the 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 kind of focus that Sony is putting into what they're doing. <clears throat> uh, so I I I mean, it doesn't really justify the price tag, but for those who are getting VR and want support and want new games and things like that, it would fall in tandem with all the other things that are going on revolving in VR, revolving around VR. Um, so maybe it'd be like the third game and you get in like a holiday special to buy two, get the third free, those kind of things. Um, and I really don't feel like that game deserves it because the game is, is great. I, I really enjoyed it and I really want to play it again and finish it and have it as my experience on PlayStation, but... I don't want to feel like I'm being shafted in order to do it.
0: I'm waiting to the price cut because October this year is expensive enough as it is. With yeah. 15, World of Final Fantasy VR, Call of Duties, just, uh, huh. the Battlefront, no, the Battlefields.
3: The Battlefront Field.
0: The Battlefrontal the Fields. <laughs> uh, there's so many games out at the end of the year that I can't even think of them all. The No Man's the man sees because we don't be sued
1: by sky <laughs> uh, well, yeah just so now you're gonna get the seen. games that tomb raider will be going up against yeah. right you've got the launch of vr psvr day one yeah yeah can,
0: can we just hit a queer just because
1: what for october <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll wait till september's end <laughs> <Cynthia>. <laughs> it'll be more fun but no, uh in and around time you'll have mafia 3 Dragon Quest Builders, WWE 2K17, I said the VR stuff. Uh, what else have we got? Because I've got to go through all the VR stuff to find the rest of it. Um, Christ, it. Farming, farming, farming Simulator. Echelon. Oh yes! Uh- <laughs> I want to review that. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> uh, Battlefield 1, World of Final Fantasy, Skyrim Special Edition, Titanfall 2. Yes, please. So, oh, know, yeah, I forgot about Titanfall
0: 2. It's a very
1: busy month. And
0: it, that Dragon Ball, I think. Oh, that's October. Did, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball, yeah, that's it. So, there's plenty going on. Oh, and Just Dance
0: 2017,
1: of course. Oh, fuck yeah. Day one. Jason threw like, <laughs> It's a strange time. And, yeah, it does seem like... Ah, I mean, straight away on either console, if you put a game that's a board exclusive, you are putting it under extra scrutiny straight away because people mm-hmm. will look at it and go, well, why isn't it working good like this? Why is this a problem? You only have to look back at Street Fighter V earlier this year. It's like... Yeah, obviously it was rushed for the wrong reasons, not because of what console it was on, more because they wanted to get out for a tournament.
0: For you know? the Evo Championship.
1: Yes. But, mm-hmm. you know, that just hype, you know, it exacerbates the problem. You know, people pick on the game constantly and that will be the attitude that people have. It's, you know, we live in that environment where people rarely change their mind about games. You know, it's like they're not going to go back if they don't feel they have to. If their first impression is bad... That's it. That's all they'll ever think of the game, no matter how good it becomes. Evolve is very much a key thing of that. It can be a good game, but the bullshit that surrounded it ruined it. You know, the reputation was dead. GTA Online, very good. But there are still people out there that think it is what it was because of that bad launch. But it is nothing like it now. It is a completely different game. It's amazing, and I'm sure there's people out there that still think the same about Final Fantasy XIV. Based on its initial launch thirty years ago, so it's you've got to get the right message out there for your game, whatever it is. And you know, the reviews were good for Rise of the Tomb Raider, but the negativity of having an exclusive deal, or what, will colour most people's opinion on it. And if there's any any dip in quality of this game, it will get ripped to shreds being not only late but being of a poorer quality and it would just you know, as stupid as it sounds it will make a little mini war about well they've clearly just been told to do this and they must destroy this game so on Sony consoles and which should be as I said ludicrous but you know that will happen and there will be an audience out there that will whip themselves into a frenzy on the internet to say that that's what's happened so it it's where you got to be careful and Exclusive deals should only be because you're not sure you can risk the finance behind it. If you, if, and if you're doing that and you really believe that one company is the one that are going to save it for you, maybe you should tie in totally exclusive to that company. It's like, because, yeah, you end up with this problem. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Street Fighter 5 for all you can say, they've been very adamant to say, no, it's a PS4 game. It's like, and a PC game, obviously, but it's it's not coming to other consoles. Sony helped us out. End of story. No Man's Sky, less so. I mean, it, it was later in the day that they suddenly said, oh, it's also now on PC. But that was clearly down to Sony to say, oh, yeah, yeah. by all means, release it on PC. But Sony have a big share in that game, and it's, I don't really see them <laughs> giving out to Xbox at all. And to be honest, the way they're going at the minute, I don't really think they'll do that anymore. And You won't really have that problem for them as much. So going in this whole, you know, they are a platform rather than a console thing going on. And maybe we'll see less of it, it'll be less of a problem. Hmm. Any other words on that, people?
0: No, I think you've said all the words that could be said.
1: Yeah, I I have. All the words on my sheet of paper here have been used (laughs) at least twice. I,
0: I can't think of any more words.
1: Well, then, I think that's a good time to wrap up. Yeah, really, isn't it? We, we talked long and hard into the night. It's all hot and sweaty here. I only had two glasses of prosecco, and,
0: and I'm hungry.
1: And you're hungry, so
0: can I just um, do some breaking news? I, I don't know if it's true or not. Go on, kind of. Um, as I said, I bought that ticket. Yeah, the Games Master thing, and I had a quick look in the magazine, and it looks yeah. like if you purchase the next month's magazine, if it's not a misprint, like this month's magazine had a misprint. Uh, yeah. you'll get a fourteen day trial of pharmacy fourteen on PC as well next month.
1: Mm, interesting. So mm.
0: if it's not a misprint, because uh, there's a big misprint this month.
3: Cash in.
0: Uh one of the ticket what there's three rewards this month. One of the rewards says it's fifty tickets, but when you redeem it it's thirty of something else. And if you go to the website they've actually printed the wrong code for everything. Mm. <laughs> Every issue's got the wrong code well it's got the not right code it's just it's got the wrong item that's supposed to be in it so yeah
3: it's only on square
0: well games master not square
3: what's wrong what's going on games master
0: yeah anyway there we go I just want to say that I think we lost Neil.
3: uh
0: oh we've lost nil you know what that means uh um, um We've lost the call. There it is. while we're waiting for Neil to come back, I'll I guess I'll round up the end bit for now with my words instead of his. Uh Gary, how can they stalk you?
2: Oh, are we still doing that? Um Twitter at Twitter at Gog It's that's J G L A U S H.
0: Uh, Tim, how can I stalk you? Have you got any shout-outs?
3: Dad, uh, yeah, that'd be... Uh, Twitter's the best place of anything. Uh, at Tim Borelli, T-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-L-I.
0: Uh, any shout-outs?
3: Um,
0: um, um, nah. Okay.
3: Uh, uh, the fans, of course. Uh, readers, viewers, the people that make us us. Thank you.
0: And Gary, have you got any shout-outs? No. Nope. Wow, so many shout-outs this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a shout you can you can, call to, you can stalk me at chilly underscore UK. You can follow us on Twitter. You can see our all of our contact details underneath this post that I'm pointing at that doesn't exist yet, but will exist in the future when you're listening to this. Um, but right now, even though you can't see me, I'm pointing to a non-existent post that's in the future. Okay. And I'd like to shout out to Phoenix Down Radio, uh, shout out to the wonderful Cloud, shout out to Evolve Mail, uh, shout out to Maelstrom Radio, uh, shout out to Moogle Go Round Radio, shout out to every person that ever listens to my voice because reasons. And also, Cheeky Nando's is the best thing to eat. <laughs> Anyone who listens to Moogle Go Round will get that now. Um, so yeah, Neil, over back to you now that the planet doesn't need you anymore
1: the planet no longer needs me it was a false alarm okay like so the, it,
0: what, the, like, although the planet called for you it was just sort of like
1: a yeah it was more like a fire drill ah, it okay, the, fair my, enough. it's like there you go you know uh, earthquake in venezuela no it's all right it's not it's like <laughs> some old lady knocked a paint can off her shelf she thought it was an earthquake
0: oh, it just happens
1: it's fine yeah anyway. it um so, yes, um, Tim is not here, is he? He's, he
0: was here. Be, he dropped out, so I don't know
1: what happened. Uh, so, Tim has probably gone to take up that call. It's probably not an <laughs> old lady knocking over a paint can after all. So, Tim has probably taken that shift on for me. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I will say that this has been a fun time. We've had great fun. So much so that the internet gave up on us. <laughs> just to we say.
0: broke the internet. We're Kim Kardashian's arse now. I...
1: Don't think I've wanted to be anything less. <laughs> um. <laughs> well,
0: it was big enough, so. <laughs> uh,
1: um, yes, this has been PlayStation Unchained 130. Uh, I've been your host, Neil Bolt, alongside the absent two noons, uh, the Armenian atrocity that is Gary Bagdasarov, and the pillar of the community, Ben Shilabur Hall. All have been here. I would like to say thank you to everyone for listening and we will see you next week. Tara.